Welcome back to Preparing for the Unexpected Live. We are at the Continuity Resilience Today conference. This is day two, uh, which I guess would be what, hour six, James? I, I don't even know. I don't <laughs> even know where we're at. Alex Folex, James Green, day two, hour six. I don't know. It's all running together, Alex. <laughs> I love it. We've got uh, people stopping by today. We've got some sponsors as well. Um, of course, we've always got lots to talk about. Always, always a lot to talk about. Before we begin, uh, this hour of our broadcast is sponsored by Illuminate Advisory, the risk advisory firm inspiring organizations to harness the power of risk. Alex, I want to start with a brand new segment that I just made up. Uh -oh. Five okay. minutes ago, and we're going to do this, I think, every time going forward. Uh, when you go to a conference, it's important to network. It's important to go to sessions. It's important to go to the mixers, which we talked about yesterday. But there's another thing that's important to me and everyone, and it's the swag. So we've got a, a new showcase today. It's going to be our best swag of the conference and this year's best swag is hopefully you guys can see this is this frisbee by emergency management and training i don't think i've seen a frisbee since i was a little kid this got me overly excited i was eyeing these yesterday these bright orange frisbees checking them out today uh, our friends at emergency management and training were kind enough to loan me one but Alex, what I thought was interesting is on the back of every Frisbee, <laughs> there is a sticker and it says multi-purpose, multi-purpose emergency device. So I want to read to you uh, some of the things that you may not expect to do with a Frisbee during a disaster declaration. The first thing they suggest is that you can use this as message delivery, attach your message and throw it. Pretty, pretty standard for a Frisbee. Uh, the second thing is as a hat for sun protection. <laughs> Guys like me, it's certainly important. I always wear a hat outside. I have lots of... I, I still have lots a full of, head. So. Lots of baseball hats go lightning for my Canadian friends. <laughs> but I never thought of using a Frisbee as a hat. Uh, another one is interesting, a good at a conference relationship builder. Throw this between friends. So I guess if you have an enemy here, can't play Frisbee with them, maybe play dodgeball. Well, maybe you could throw it at them if they're an enemy. <laughs> and then uh, the last one, a little questionable to me that I'll share, footwear in the event of an emergency tied to feet as sandals or more applicable here in Toronto today as snowshoes. So Alex, okay. I'll ask you one question. Oh, we're fading away. We're fading away. We're fading away. I promise we're still here. Uh, one question to you, Alex. How desperate would you have to be to use this Frisbee as snowshoes? Uh, considering where I live, uh, if that was my snowshoe, I would be in much bigger uh, dire straits than anything else. Okay. So I, because I... I can't imagine using a frisbee as a, a snowshoe or anything along that lines. Not up here. No. <laughs> so we've got some gaffer tape off to the side. We've got our frisbees. Hello to our friends at 
Voice America, yes, we see you in the chat. We are paying attention today. Yeah. Yesterday, yeah. Uh, for everyone, Alex and I forgot at times that we should monitor the chat. So if our, our great team in Voice America needed to share something with us and we weren't paying attention, they got very frustrated. Our apologies on that. We'll try to do better, yeah. uh, but we can't make any any promises. And yes, if you notice, if you're one of our three dedicated fans, I think my sons and my mother who have watched all six hours of this broadcast, <laughs> a, little, a little concerning, love you guys. We have our original mics. I don't today. think we should have worn gray today. It not, do we need to? Do we need to? We can pop I, the. I'm just going to take this out. off. There we go. We're only we're only <laughs> ten minutes in, and Alex is already getting undressed. People, we're going off the rails. But it's not we, that kind of show. <laughs> I was going to say that's a different channel. Uh, but we had our own personal business continuity oh plan yesterday. Alex has three main mics, two mics, a backup mic. Then we have a fourth microphone as a backup to the backup. And we were on mic four within the first five minutes of our broadcast yesterday. So thankfully, I guess when we talked yesterday about what is resilient for you may not be resilient for another organization or family. Apparently to you and I, our resilience plan is four microphones uh, and we'll go from there. Yeah. And uh, the, the weird thing is everything was set up exactly the same. Exactly. And today... Microphones one and two are working. Yesterday it. they wouldn't. You know, we're, we're um, Voice America is quite happy about that. They're already telling us in the chat. So. Yes. <laughs> so we have a big day today, Alex. Second day. It's snowing outside, which uh, a Florida guy like me is very excited that it's snowing. I know some people are not excited. You had to drive. I don't know. Where do you live? Vancouver? I'm not good with geography no. as an American. Well, you're way off base on that no, one. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> I, I know where Vancouver is. I, I'm just an hour west of Toronto in, uh, in Guelph. And uh, luckily, all the snow missed us last night. We were supposed to get a real big mm -hmm. dumping, and we missed it, which is why I left right after we finished recording and uh, packed things away. And I thought, well, you know, let's not tempt fate. Get home and... Mm -hmm. The drive was easy, the roads were dry, the snow missed us, and I thought I'd come early today just in case, and same thing, no snow, <laughs> all missed us, roads were fine, except for a couple of uh, jackknife trailers on the way in, but uh, got here real early and we're ready to go. We've got a big day today, a lot of guests, our first guest is on deck and here early, yes. which I love uh, growing up in my family, if you were on time, you were late. Uh, so my dad was half hour early to everything, no matter what. Um, and he still does that to this day. I know if I'm supposed to meet my dad at four, I'll try to get there at 345. He'll already be there at 330 and he'll call me at 331 asking where I am. So I appreciate early our first guest coming up in a few minutes, Chloe Domrovsky with the uh, Disaster Recovery Institute International. Mm -hmm. Very excited to have her as a guest. A lot of other guests today. I've got a few surprises, maybe a lot of things to talk about. We're in break at the second day here at Continuity and Resilience today. People are grabbing their coffee, grabbing Coffee's their and swag, donuts, and uh, donuts. Hopefully there's some more muffins. I survived on muffins yesterday. It's amazing. Uh, breakfast and lunch and dinner of champions, I guess, <laughs> carbs and sugar and tea, uh, very exciting. I noticed today, Alex, walking around the exhibit hall early on, 
the back of the community community emergency response team operational support vehicle that you know I'm obsessed with uh -huh. was opened. The lights are on. And so what it is, uh, for those of us who aren't here, the CERT uh, Niagara has taken, I think it's like an older or maybe decommissioned ambulance. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Actually. And retrofitted it into a community emergency response team vehicle. So I don't know if you were supposed to go in there. I didn't see any ropes or guards. So I went in there this morning because that's my risk tolerance. And it looked like, <laughs> you know, there were water bottles, there was food. There were uh, first aid items, kind of all, all, all things that um, maybe you as a community responder might need to help your people. So pretty exciting. Now there's some people over there. They probably saw me climbing in and out of it. Um, and now they've got it roped off. So I apologize. Anyone else who can't see the cert vehicle. So they've, they've roped fault. it off because of you? Yeah, well, that's, that's typically how I... <laughs> How we, I roll. We forgot to uh, mention our sponsor for this hour, by the way. Uh, I think we mentioned our sponsor, but if not, I'll bring it up again. Uh, this hour is brought to you by Illuminate Advisory, the risk advisory firm inspiring organizations to harness the power of risk. Thank you for sponsoring sessions both yesterday and today. Mm -hmm. One of our two uh, featured sponsors, Stone Road and Illuminate Advisory, sponsoring across the entire conference very excited of that speaking of conferences alex we do have some things we're probably going to announce in the next 90 days yes of where we're well, going to be in 2023 so if you're watching if you have some guesses of where we are going to be let us know if there are conferences you would like us to attend or, or stay at, away from or stay away from <laughs> send it all we'll keep it off the air we want to know the good conferences the bad conferences the fun conferences uh alex for me this year i think the conference in louisville was the most fun i had between uh the louisville slugger museum which was interesting and the tour of how they make baseball bats i now mm. more I now know more about baseball bats than any one person probably should. And we were there Very at the beginning exciting. of the uh, Kentucky uh, Stakes. Kentucky Derby. K Kentucky season. Derby, sorry. I learned, season. So it was uh, just a, a crazy time. Bourbon. We had some great barbecue. Yep. That was probably the most fun I had uh, outside of the conference itself in a city. So it huge was, shout it out fun. to that organizer. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun because that was the first time we did something live too. Yes, it and was. With, um, well, I wouldn't say the same setup, but, uh, you know, a lot of uh, masking tape and uh, bits and pieces put together. That, we do uh, have. Uh, actually worked really well. We had a great time with that. You know. Yes, we did. So, mm -hmm. Alex, I don't know if you're a betting man, but I'm going to put you on the spot today. Uh, as everyone who watches our broadcast know, Sometimes people either don't realize or don't care that we are broadcasting live. Yesterday, we had one person interrupt the broadcast, which was great. So over under, I'm going to put the over under at one and a half of number of people who will interrupt our broadcast. So would you take the over today, meaning you think two or more people will uh, find themselves sharing some time with us or less? Um, let's, 
I'm not really a gambling person, but right, let's, well, we're go. Just, oh, we're let's go over. For, let's gonna, go for two people. We're going to bet yeah. for some of your coveted chocolate mints here. So we're not yeah. not really gambling. So you said two people. Two people. I think right. two people. So check back in with us later today at the end of the broadcast. Everyone Did, will let you know. Can I count the one person who already stopped by before we were on the air? Unfortunately, no, because yeah. we were not on the air. Uh, the on the air sign that we have we've got to get some shots of our setup i think people would appreciate or maybe be horrified if they're into uh my buddy uh, steve hindle if you're watching very focused on cable and cord management he would be in tears with what we have right now but we'll get there but my favorite addition to our our broadcast this this uh conference is the on the air sign yeah that you purchased we have a red and white on the air sign that goes on and off uh yes i'm a little kid the thing's amazing i want to take it home with me a lot of fun i think it's helped some people recognize that we are actually doing on the something air and yeah. not just two guys in a booth talking to themselves so so far so. so good with that yep so far so what do you think um uh, what are your impressions of the conference so far, James? For for me, uh, I've well, I, <laughs> after today's uh, yesterday's rocky start, we fell into a good rhythm. We had lots to say, lots of different topics to talk about. Um, we weren't literally on both sides of the screen at one point. We actually got closer. You know, it don't bite. So uh, that got better. Our sounds got better. How we were coordinating things got better, and. Uh, talking to different people uh, was good some of the vendors would stop by and just kind of watch what was going on and uh, i thought uh, overall it's been a, a good experience and uh, it it's a i think a pretty good turnout for the first time in first time for a canadian conference anyway for the first time in almost three years yeah absolutely so uh, alex and i have been at many conferences throughout the world this year and this is the first conference in canada i've been to since before COVID. And in, in speaking with a lot of the uh, attendees on the shuttle bus this morning, for many Canadians who are in emergency management or business continuity, this is the first conference they've been to since 2019. And it's fun to see the level of excitement people have coming back to live and in-person events. There was just this buzz on the shuttle bus early this morning, you would not think that people would be very happy to see each other at 7.30 in the morning when it's cold, <laughs> when it's snowing. People were so excited. It was, it was almost felt like we were going on a field trip. I was waiting to get a box lunch from my mom before I got on the bus. But there's been a lot of excitement, a lot of people who are uh, very enthusiastic to be here. A lot of, you know, majority, I would say, what, 80 to 85% of the participants are Canadian. So yeah. their first conference in in three years, they're excited. You can hear the chatter in the exhibit hall right now during break. It just keeps building yep. and building. Uh, so the excitement is great. The level of energy is great. And there are people talking with vendors as well, yep. on both sides of us. Absolutely. So, uh, uh, it's not just attendees, but vendors as well. Dan Joyce and his team have done a, a phenomenal job. <laughs> uh, very smooth registration process. Meals have been great. Breakouts, sessions, speakers. Uh, everything's been 
fantastic. I love how close we are to the airport. I love how close we are to the host hotels. There's not a lot of commuting for me. Uh, unfortunately, there is for you. For me, yeah. But it's been nice different. to, you know, get get through the airport, get to the hotel, get to the conference center. I think that's a lot of things that people often overlook when scheduling a conference. Okay, you land at an airport and it's going to be two and a half hours before you get to where it is. I love uh, this efficiency, this respecting people's time. Saw a lot of people with their luggage today. So right after the conference, they're able to, to get home. Catch either heading home or catching a plane or yeah, what doing something. Great. I was going to call uh, Chloe over to get started, but uh, uh, of, of course, uh, Chloe has been uh, sequestered, I guess, with uh, someone else who wants to talk with her. So we'll uh, we'll wave our arms or something when we're when she's uh, able to come on over. 